Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. We're talking first-year player drafts next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Chris Welsh. We're talking about first-year player drafts for those of you in your dynasty formats. Although, if you play redraft, don't hit the skip button because we're going to talk about some very relevant players for your 2023 seasons as well. And we'll start off with the old guys, two guys who will be eligible for first-year player drafts in most leagues who are going to be relevant for your 2023 fantasy leagues, and that's Kodai Senga. Uh, right-handed pitcher for the New York Mets, 30-year-old, signed from Japan. And Masataka Yoshida, outfielder for the Boston Red Sox, 29, also signed from Japan this offseason. And Chris, how do you feel about Kodai Senga just from a, uh, you know, 2023 perspective? Because that's pretty much what matters. I mean, if he's not going to be good right away, he's not going to really matter in Dynasty. Yeah, he's really funny for first-year player as well because he has the ability to be the number one overall pick. If you only care about you know proximity, I could totally see you taking Senga. You're getting a guy that's going into a Mets rotation that's going to be followed up, you know, from Scherzer and Verlander, and it's going to go to Kodai Senga. Good offense, you know. At worst case scenario, you're probably looking at double-digit wins, decent mm-hmm. strikeout numbers, even if he struggles on the back half. Uh, I think in first-year player, he's a little bit tougher overall, just because it's going against some immense high school talent. Mm-hmm. But points leagues and proximity that'll win uh i'm a little bit indifferent i think i want to say i have him around like the 40s or 50s in my overall sps even my dynasty ranks he's not in the top 100 a little bit older it's a big fastball some good secondaries we're gonna have to have the ghost fork change up the whatever they're calling it (laughs) these days the gyro ghosty whatever that's gonna end up being uh it's gonna have to really hit and be successful And, and sometimes i'm a little bit like Casey Mize was one of those guys that everyone was like, it's the best splitter we've seen in forever. And it's like, well, he couldn't command it enough. And then everybody yeah. just sat on his fastball and destroyed him. Uh, this is obviously a much more polished pitcher. So I, I don't think I'm over the moon or anything like that, but he has a proximity in my mind between number one and all the way down to number five in a first year player. And Masataka Yoshida, you, you don't have as high hopes for him uh, coming over from Japan. Not someone you're really all that interested in first year player drafts, especially, right? Yeah. And the best thing I can do is like try to translate over from like what Seiya Suzuki did. Seiya Suzuki went from 38 homers down to 14 homers when he translated 317 average down into the 260s. And uh, Yoshida is a huge, huge plate discipline guy, massive mm-hmm. walks over strikeouts, but he was a 20 homer guy with no speed and a better average than Suzuki. So if you want to play that translation game at all of like what uh, Suzuki did to what Yoshida might do, 
do, you're probably looking at sub 20 homers. Average could stay up, but no stolen bases. So I'm I'm not as excited about like a 30 year old hitter coming over with those type of intangible stuff. It, it reminds me very much of like maybe what Hassan, Hassan Kim's value looks like right now. Yeah, the, the one thing that I will say in terms of his short term value is just he's likely going to play leadoff for the Boston Red Sox and sure. could get on base a lot. So, you know, could be a, a good source of runs. I wouldn't be surprised in first year player. If he even went top five for someone that's like, I have to win now I need a hitter. You're going to get runs and you're going to get batting average. But I think yeah. he's like a solid two category player. And then the other three are kind of questionable. All right, let's go through the rest of your first year player rankings. We'll just hit the top five probably. And we'll kind of group them together. Cause I think there are a couple of tiers here and that's, Drew Jones and Jackson Holiday at the top. Drew Jones probably the higher upside guy, but these are basically 1A, 1B, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, I uh, created this list over lots of different drafts that have happened, my own drafts, my own ADP, and a couple different rankers. And I made this aggregate first-year player list. And Drew Jones was the true number one over everything. And the ADP across all these drafts and ranks, uh, Jackson Holiday was 2.4. So, I mean, these guys, there was not a whole lot of movement. You saw occasional Elijah Green go two, but it was pretty much these two in almost every case. And, you know, Jones, probably your your classical you know, gold glove potential outfielder with 30 20 upside Jackson Holiday, you know, maybe doesn't have quite as much ceiling, but very, very good in his professional debut as well. The second tier, we've got Elijah Green, Washington Nationals outfielder, and Tamar Johnson. I think that's a clean, kind of a clear second tier, right? Do you want to throw anybody else in there? Uh, yeah, I think it is, but I will say that um, you know my number five is not like what you're going to see out of maybe Scott White and a few other people. Mm-hmm. There are the, there's a couple of college hitters that I, I think Elijah Green and Tamar Johnson, as far as this same aggregate list I made, Elijah was three and 3.8 for Tamar Johnson. So the answer yep. is yes, but then five opens up to not only number five, who's Cam Collier, but I believe Zach Neto and Brooks Lee. And I think they all, those guys can all skim up to four or five. I think Tamar is a little bit questionable for some people and how his pro debut went. But I think the college uh, versus the high school hitters is kind of a battle here. And I think all four of those exist between four and five. Yeah. And if you're looking for someone who, you know, we may see in 2023 and, and might have a very quick path to the major Zach Neto, Angel shortstop got to double A last season and was very good there at 320 with an 874 OPS. So, you know, handled himself very well as a 21 year old making his professional debut at double A. So very impressive stuff there. Someone who could be a very fast riser if you're prioritizing proximity. And, you know, this is an Angels team that pretty desperately needs to start competing for the playoffs. So they might have an incentive if he gets off to a hot start. It's not too shabby. And there's a lot, there's kind of a pick and choose here for, you know, big power college, sooner upside, Brooks Lee, five tools, sooner upside, Zach Neto. You want to play for the the moon, Cam Collier, uh, probably not much speed, but big power, big hit tool. There's a lot of fun stuff in this first year player. It goes much deeper, but having a top three pick is incredible. Having a top six or seven pick is pretty good too. All right, we went in depth on the top 15 and gave you the top 30 uh, for Chris Walsh's rankings on the full episode of Fantasy Baseball today. Make sure you check that out. We'll see you next time on FBT in 5. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.